0: You said your sister-in-law killed a man and a woman here and cut them up? You said they found hands and feet, but they never found any heads. <laughs> we'll just keep recording the opening. I think we've recorded. All right. This is um, we had two swing and misses just now. So this is the third. Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, but only the first one to you. Yay. Okay. So right out of the gate, we are moving. Not like the show or where we do this, but um, just, yeah, we're moving apartments. apartments. And uh, again, we both work full time. And ultimately telling you this, I'm getting to, we still don't have any goddamn t-shirts. Yeah. But because we just like, we've had so much other shit on our plate and Holly's still researching the fuck out of the show. So, yeah. that takes a ton of her time. And, um, yeah, all that extra stuff. I wanted to get some stickers made, too. But it's all that's taking a backseat. So, here. This is what I'm going to do. When we get them, I'll let you know. Until then. We don't have shirts. Or you can just make one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. There's and if that. you make
1: one send me a picture yeah
0: and, yeah and <laughs> send us a couple yeah that'd be awesome um <laughs> take something off our plate i'll take a men's medium <laughs> holly's probably an xx small nah, x x small 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 x small <laughs> extra yeah. small is what that uh, means uh
1: there's no excess anything
0: yeah so make us a couple shitty sharpie up shirts and
1: yeah if you're a fan of bunny ears podcast probably something like that yeah i'm yeah. sure they would make something like that nice and simple yep
0: uh and also i think we just listened to a bunch of songs that we listened to last time so who gives a shit about green room songs
1: yeah yeah last week it worked because of who we were talking super about
0: super worked last week that yeah. was an awesome story yeah
1: thank you thank you yeah. i was so excited as i was listening well not about the story it's very sad but um as i was listening to it i was like oh that's right he has so many good oh, songs yeah. yeah i love
0: sam cook yeah. and, and and again i knew how he died but not 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 the detail, like any specifics mm-hmm. at all, and like I, I I had thought about it. You know, it's like when you watch a sh- good movie compared to a shitty movie. You watch yeah. the shitty one, it's like, oh, I. A week later, you are like, I forgot that whole experience. Yeah, but then a good movie, you're it leaves you thinking about it for mm-hmm. like a week. Yeah, I was Damn, thinking I'm about it thinking the other day.
1: It. I was like, if anything, if the actual story that was told by the two women is one hundred percent true, the girl that stole his shit led him to his death and it's a bummer it is and it's like I, it, it, but then if you think of it as being like you i'm know, team uh, i'm team foul play oh i agree i agree it's too shady oh
0: hell yeah and again just oh and i saw a picture there's a picture of him in his casket oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um we, I was gonna- we were like we weren't sure it had glass over it yeah which was weird yeah, maybe I, uh, that's how they either used to do it, or it's because he was famous.
1: I don't know. I would assume maybe because he was famous. They want and people coming up
0: and like trying to like rip a piece of his hair out or something. Yeah. You're like, Ooh, Yeah, you know. yeah.
1: I um, I also looked afterwards. I was like, I should have looked that up. But uh, yeah. why would I have known? that Yeah, the that picture we would I saw. I don't
0: know if it was maybe a relative or a son or something. But there's like a like, little kid. Yeah. Like right. just lo- like right there on the glass doesn't look fucked up or anything. Just like
1: mm-hmm. like he's lo-
0: watching a baseball game. Yeah. And then you know a couple people around him, but. Interesting yep. photo and and looking at that he, he it, you know it was blurry cuz it's old but he he looked fucked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um so, so I'm I'm 100% team foul play. Foul play.
1: Absolutely. There with you.
0: Anyways, that was last week. So if you haven't yeah. heard it, that was the one on Sam Cook. It's a gooder.
1: It's a gooder. Go check
0: it out. Yeah. But here uh, is the new stuff.
1: The new shit. Shoot it. All right. So this is the tale of the reformed christian. I shortened it a little.
0: Very very good.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, so we, um, we are going to be talking about a woman named Carla Faye Tucker. Tell us all about it. About it. Does that name ring a bell to you?
0: Say it it one more time. Carla
1: Faye Tucker. This one may also be slightly... Carla
0: Faye Tucker. Mm -hmm. That rings no bells. Okay.
1: All right. Um... I got nothing. Okay. This one, it may get a little familiar, but you're not going to know the details. I just thought I'd throw it out there. So Carla was born on November 18th, 1959 in Houston, Texas, her parents were Larry. He was a longshoreman. Shoreman. Shoreman. Yeah. Uh, and Caroline or Caroline. Uh, Carolyn. I assume she was a homemaker. I couldn't find a, a job title Got it. for her. Uh, Car uh, Carla was the youngest of three girls. Um, and Larry and Carolyn's marriage was pretty rocky. Uh, they fought a lot. They didn't really get along. Physically or verbally? Both. Both? Yeah. Um, not terribly physically, but like enough yeah, that it was like... Some. Yeah. So you're not growing up in the best household. Uh, Carla started outing out at a very young age. She claimed that her parents treated the kids well, but argued constantly, and they would constantly... Or they were... Um, Always like in the midst of divorcing or separating, getting back together, separating like.
0: Well, that would be rocky, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. Right. Wishy-washy.
1: Wishy-washy. So at the age of eight, uh, Carla started smoking cigarettes and weed with her older sisters.
0: Bitching. Yeah.
1: She said that she caught them. Um, and threatened to tell their parents if they didn't give her some well no she said that she caught them and was like i'm gonna tell mom and dad that you're smoking and they were like and so one of the older one (laughs) of the sisters was like oh (laughs) hey and she handed her the joint and was like oh yeah so you just puff it like this and she was like oh you're gonna let me have some she's like yeah you just hit you hit it like this and stuff and she said as soon as she hit it she was like well, now I can't say anything because you've done it as well. Ooh, yeah.
0: I thought she was just gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you go tell mom. Go tell her, but, but, but do this first. Try this first, real quick.
1: No, no. He, she neutralized the threat and was like, well, you can't tell him now because you do it too.
0: Gotcha, bitch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. So at the age of eight, she was smoking cigarettes and weed. By ten, <clears throat> excuse me. By ten, Larry and Carolyn had divorced finally, but they were still. Like he would show up every few weeks. And like, oh yeah,
0: hey. I'd be like, hey, uh, What's up? my dick misses you. Yeah,
1: but um, when Carla was ten, when they they did physically get a divorce, Carolyn told Carla that she was the product of an affair that she had had years earlier.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. So Larry is only go- her though. Yeah, only her. So she's like, hey, youngest child that we've you know already kind of fucked up. You're the product of an affair. Um, So, your dad's not actually your dad. So, sorry about that. See (laughs) a bomb. Yeah, bomb. Dropped. Yeah. So, obviously, growing up in a bad household, you know, just not very good parenting in the sense of you're not seeing good examples. And your older sisters are already into weed and cigarettes and I'm assuming alcohol too. And you're 10. Yeah. So by the age of twelve, Carla was doing psychedelics. Um, was definitely smoking weed daily, and she was uh, she had not only lost her virginity, but she was already having sex with different people. At ten. At twelve.
0: Doing psychedelics at that age has to f- do something so fucked to your brain. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's still very much developing.
1: <clears throat> yes, holy, it has to be.
0: Holy shit.
1: <clears throat> Carla claimed that other children in school weren't allowed to hang out with her because she was a bad kid. So oh. She, she said that one mother, um, she asked, she. You like, mean
0: she's woke.
1: Yeah, she's woke. Um, They'd be like, uh, no, you're going to go over there and do LSD at 12. You're so, bad. No, let's not do that. Carla said at this point, any chance of a normal childhood disappeared. Her sisters who were in their teens by this point, they were hanging out with um, older people, you know, 20 year olds and stuff. One of which was in a biker game. In a game? In a biker game. Like a a monopoly? Did I say game? I meant gang. (laughs) Okay. It would be cool to have a monopoly game of bikers. (laughs) Carla claimed that that friend, the biker friend, uh, stopped by the house one day to see her sisters, but no one was home except for Carla. When the friend found that out, he scooped her up, put a put her on his bike, and took her down the road to his place. When they got there, he allegedly asked Carla if she wanted to shoot some heroin.
0: Oh, that's why the older sisters were hanging out because they were like, "This shit's getting old. We're gonna yeah. go hang out with this dude doing the next level."
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who needs? LSD and weed when you got heroin. Yeah, heroin. Yeah. yeah. Carly claims that she got some molesty vibes from him.
0: Uh, no. No.
1: Yeah, I yeah, know. This dude just scooped up your 12-year-old ass and took it down That's the street.
0: That's blowing yeah. my mind.
1: Yeah. Uh, she said despite the weirdness, she said yes, but claims that he shot her um, so full of heroin that she got sick and he couldn't do anything because she was like
0: Fuck. physically yeah. ill. Yeah.
1: So he just picked. He just drove, uh, took her out, drove down the street, and dropped her off in front of some apartments. How old is she at this point? Twelve.
0: She's she is still twelve at this point. Okay.
1: So that's when Carla started using heroin in addition to smoking weed and doing psychedelics and drinking alcohol. So at twelve, she is now addicted to heroin as well.
0: She has been around the block for Mm -hmm. a twelve-year-old. Oh yeah. For an adult.
1: Yep. I'm. I. Yeah. We were just watching yeah. that um, comedy special last night, and he's like, oh, my Like, 13-year-old still believes in Santa Claus. <laughs> this 12-year-old is doing heroin. That was Burt Kreischer's yeah, special, Bert Kreischer. by the way. Pretty yeah. good stuff. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> who won't listen to this? <laughs> At the age of 14, Carla dropped out of school altogether. She's She'd been kicked out and suspended so many times, she just said, fuck it, I don't need to go to the school anymore. Yeah. By that point, Larry, her father, had completely given up uh, and also... Hold on,
0: not her father. Well... Her father figure. Her father
1: figure. Yeah. The one she thought. And I am ai never got confirmation that Larry knew that he wasn't her father.
0: I was going to ask that.
1: Yeah, I I could not find that. I may have... It may be in some of the... um, There are document... I will... Little caveat here. There are documentaries on some of this stuff. And unfortunately, I don't have time to watch all that stuff. Because... Yeah. Yeah. Um, So sometimes I do miss a little facts and you may find them in the documentary. But also, I don't know if they're not in writing somewhere and they're only in the documentary. That may just be made up.
0: So if you want to send Holly emails about this, please buy her a computer so she can get emails. (laughs) 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 <laughs> All right, go ahead.
1: Oh, you hit my funny bone. Um, so, uh, okay, yes. Yeah, so she was she dropped out of school. Larry was like, "Okay, you are crazy, fourteen-year-old heroin addict." So I'm just gonna slip out of your life and bye. Yeah. Um, Carla said it didn't really matter because her mother was the only person who ever really loved her. But life with Carolyn was unrestricted. Uh, she had little or no supervision. Carla. And her sisters basically were left to do what they wanted to do.
0: Obviously, that's why they're all Mm -hmm. doing drugs so casually all the time. They don't even have to find a hiding spot.
1: Yep. Within a year, she and Carolyn, her mother, became groupies. Groupies. Groupies.
0: To who? Uh,
1: they started following around bands, um, the Almond Brothers, Almond Brothers, Almond Brothers.
0: That's a good band to be a groupie to. Yeah. Who else?
1: Marshall Tucker Band. Fuck yeah. And the Eagles.
0: Tough. Uh huh. Followed Dude. them
1: around the country for at least a year or so.
0: Hold on. So they don't have a good relation. Oh, hold on. You The, the mother and daughter a have
1: a fine relationship. Yeah, yeah, I was she said that her mother was the only person to ever loved.
0: I made that up. Yeah. No. Um, her and her father. Her father. Obviously. And, yeah. Uh so they're cool.
1: Yeah, they're groupies together. They're like the ones that are like, Hey, have you ever fucked a mom and a daughter?
0: <laughs> like, <"I> want to?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: And then So they
1: were following these bitchin bands around that I would be stoked to hang spe- out with. Oh yeah.
0: especially some Allman brothers. They're yeah, So if, if
1: you need some green room music for this week, there you go. Look up those bands.
0: Bump some Eagles. Uh, Witchy Woman. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, those shoes, those that's a good shoes. one. All right, let's run it.
1: Uh, so that continued, in, even though um, at the age of 16, Carla briefly married a mechanic named Stephen Griffin.
0: That's a catch.
1: Yeah, Stephen was 19. He was a catch. He was 19. He had a Harley Davidson. He worked six months out of the year making $20,000. Uh, yeah, so he's doing pretty well for himself. What year is this? This is in like 19, uh, 1980-ish, 81. Where? Word. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry.
0: Not 81. 78. 78? Yeah,
1: sorry. And he I, had a I'm motorcycle a and he was a mechanic? He was a mo- he had a motorcycle, he was a mechanic, he made 20000 a year, which is pretty good and money. 78. In 78, and he was 19.
0: Oh, he looked tough as oh, yeah. fuck. I'm sure of it.
1: Uh, Steven said that they met at a party. He said that Carla and her friend were smoking, quote unquote, a fat pink joint. I don't know what made it pink, but... <laughs> uh, apparently he like looked across the room, saw them smoking a joint, that pink joint. He said he hollered over and was like, can I hit that? And I don't know if he meant the joint or her, but I'm going to go with, uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> and then he walked over and introduced himself to her. Uh, they kind of hit it off and about a year later they were married. So they met at a party.
0: Well, that escalated quick
1: yeah yeah um, but again briefly married at 16 so and he was 19 well I guess he was 20 by the time they got married Steven said that they got along fairly well but fist fought a bunch
0: oh well yeah. well well yeah yeah yeah
1: he then uh,
0: <laughs> any you gotta do that any good relationship has a little fist fighting he has
1: a little physical violence uh, he said I never met a man who hit me as hard as Carla did. As, Don't make fun of my size.
0: I never met a man that hit me as hard as Carla did. Yeah. Does that sentence not make sense? Is the guy's name is Carla?
1: He was saying Carla hit the sh- like she hit me harder than any dude. Oh
0: oh 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 sorry. I, I just um I was hearing that wrong. I'm, I'm an idiot. Oh no, sorry. no no you're fine. Sorry for everyone else that obviously got that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Y- uh. So. He- he- he, w- was he like turned on by that?
1: No, he just said that like like, when they fist uh, fought, she he was like, punch, damn, she like kind of hurt me. She
0: got the McGregor.
1: It, yeah. He said that whenever he went to a bar or anywhere, he was like, I was never worried because she had my back. He said that she he said, quote unquote, she was so tough. So, I don't remember which story it was. Um, Hang in tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, can't remember which story it was, but one of the ones we read, the, the girl, he was like, oh, she beat the shit out of anyone. Apparently, Carla was kind of like that girl.
0: Ooh, we need to get those two in a ring. We could have like UFC Ooh, um, some celebrity 232 or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, despite uh, their quote unquote, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, not despite, during, that's that word. During their time together, during Stephen and um, Carla's marriage, the couple joined a motorcycle gang and they started collecting guns.
0: Obviously, Yeah,
1: you know. Stephen said that Carla uh, did things that no one else would do. Um, she was just kind of those per- one of those people that like, she kind of got an idea that no one at that time, it was like a little progressive. She'd be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And it'd be of like, oh, people don't do that.
0: Oh, shocking. The yeah. girl doing psychedelics at 10 is progressive. Yeah. I'm, s- I'm blown away.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that she was full of potential. He said Carla could talk to anyone and make them feel e- at ease. She, he said that she was charismatic. And even when she was so out of it, like she couldn't walk, she was still beautiful and entertaining.
0: Um, I can't wait to see what these people look like.
1: <laughs> yeah. He said that she... Oh, yeah. yeah. I want
0: to see them... Like on their wedding day. That's going to be prime I time. I
1: don't know if I, I know I haven't seen a picture. I am will try to find one.
0: I'm not saying just necessarily that day, but right at that time. I'll try to find like one. It's like they're at like peak toughness. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I will look for that one. Um, so, Or at least for I the I guess they'd actually the
0: be more tough once they got into the gang, the cobras. The, We're cobras. the
1: cobras. We're the cobras. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, he said that she was a good wife. He said that she kept the house clean and fixed her meal or fixed him meals. So, you know, good housewife.
0: You're going to eat this food or I'll beat your ass.
1: Yeah, never- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Nevertheless, Carla, who was 17 at this time, <laughs> grew bored and finally left Stephen to quote unquote, work out her wild streak and to pursue her dream, which was to become famous.
0: Oh, uh, doing anything anything oh wow she needs to live in 2018
1: oh yeah Should yeah fit
0: right in oh yeah
1: yeah exactly so Carla continued on her path of drugs at this point she kind of dabbled mm. in prostitution when she needed some money Just
0: gotta get a little bread Yeah,
1: and she resumed some of her groupie ways um she didn't really follow bands it was just kind of like oh there's a band playing here I'm gonna go try to I will
0: them. groupie them yeah I will groupie
1: one of them <laughs> On Christmas Eve, 1979, Carla, her, er, um, Caroline, her mother passed away from years of heavy drug abuse. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't find if it was an overdose or if it was just like finally that lifestyle had caught up to her.
0: Overdosed on Almond Brothers.
1: Yeah. She left a 20 year old Carla behind, devastated and lost. Carla...
0: Were they still brow down this whole time while she's in the mm-hmm. gang and shit? They would like sort yeah, of yeah. together and Yeah, chit-chat. they would still
1: do and like she would go and still they would still follow bands. Like she'd be like, Hey Steven, I'm gonna go follow this band for like a week or two.
0: Well band is it all right, rather. Right on, right, right on, yeah, right cool. yeah. yeah.
1: So just to describe Carla to you a little bit, um, before we go further, <clears throat> she's a tiny woman, about hundred and twenty pounds, um, five three ish. That's you. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm tiny, but yeah, but that's yeah. like
0: you beating this dude's ass. Yeah, yeah. She must have been a little firecracker. Yeah,
1: yeah, it seems so.
0: She's like punky on friends. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I, I made that reference earlier. But <laughs> <laughs> About um, my size. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, you're the best! Oh shit! Uh, um, and Carla had really dark, um, like bushy hair, like Hermione hair. Oh, okay. Like what Hermione hair was supposed to be before they were like, well, Emma Watson was wow. like, can we tame this shit? Can we little? just make her sexy?
0: <laughs> Hermione. Mm.
1: Hermione. <laughs> so uh, Carla's twenty. She is lost. Her you know the person that she said on the only person she said ever loved her she has left her husband hasn't divorced him yet what was
0: just like i gotta go be wild
1: yeah and she's 20 so she begins hanging out with uh bikers more gang. found a
0: different chapter
1: yeah 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 different chapter. she's with the sons she's still (laughs) yeah she's still in the same area steven but like they just aren't together anymore you know what you do when in the you're same 20. area? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, small yeah, town. Yeah, they're still in yeah, Houston. Yeah, did that chick too. Yeah,
0: she beat my ass too.
1: She beat my ass too. Yeah, uh, she met a woman named Sean. At that time. She met. Hold on. She met a woman named Sean. Okay, heard that and right. And it's spelled Sean. Heard it right that time. Yeah. Um, and that w- that woman later became her best friend and roommate. Sean was in a relationship with a man named Jerry Lynn Dean. Got it. Uh, and Carla over time develop an animosity for Jerry um, over uh, the next few years they just kind of didn't get along because she's dating
0: <laughs> her friend
1: <coughs> I don't know if it's necessarily they I mean they were dating when she met Sean
0: Yeah, I know that but like didn't she become close to her?
1: Yeah, she just she just didn't like him.
0: Yeah, but she gets closer to her Her, and then she sees how she treats him. She's like, oh, your dude's like a dick. Yeah. Or, you know, something like a situation like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if that's the situation in particular. Yeah, they just didn't get along. Cool. It just seemed like those, it was like um, Janice and Joey.
0: He probably didn't. She's probably too, like, um, uh, creative and, like, maybe... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, He's probably like, he, he doesn't like her because she's like a dominant kind of girl.
1: Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of dudes are put off by that personality. That, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Especially
0: a dude in a biker gang. Like, oh, yeah. What the fuck yeah. is this shit?
1: Yeah. So from the beginning, from the very start, that relationship was rough and it only grew worse. It never got any better. But because Sean and Carla were roommates and they were friends, really good friends, Jerry put up with it. Uh, eventually, Jerry and Sean introduced Carla to a guy named Daniel Ryan Garrett. Um, his nickname was Danny. I wrote down Daniel because I still can't say Danny, because I don't call you Danny. You <laughs> but- I'm saying I I'm, I I typoed the nickname. I said his name was Daniel Ryan Garrett, nicknamed Daniel. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I still have trouble saying Danny. So
0: is he gonna be Danny or Daniel? He will story? be Dan Danny. That makes more sense.
1: But if I say Daniel, I'm sorry. Because I'm already thinking
0: that Sean and Jerry is a gay couple. Yeah,
1: okay. So now I can't
0: have me being in the story (laughs) as well.
1: No. So I will say Danny. But if I say Daniel, (sighs) I apologize. All right. So uh, the couple introduced Carla to Danny in 1981. So Carla was 21. Danny was 35. I couldn't find much about Danny in his background and history. Just that he had been born in April, uh, April twenty fifth, nineteen forty six, in Pasadena, Texas, and he had been in the Vietnam War in the Navy. So shit. Yeah. So he was. That's pretty much all I know about him.
0: Very young age. Very. He's only thirty five. Yeah, he's thirty
1: five, and this is in. uh, They met in eighty one. He was a
0: teenager. Yeah.
1: Um. So, in 1983, Carla was... By that point, she was living with Danny. Um, So, they met in 81. So, two years later, they were living together. Constantly hanging out with him, Sean, and Jerry, even though... That's the squad. She still hates Sean. Or Jerry.
0: So, now they all get along, but she still fucking hates Jerry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like they're a foursome that always hangs out together. Like two couples, but like... It's
0: just the elephant in the room that they all just deal with.
1: But it seemed like because... um, you know, they did drugs and drank and, it got and shit. At times. Yeah, I'm sure at times it was okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Carla pretty much led them through all of their activities. She was the one that was like, hey, guys, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. Um, we're going to do this. Yeah. And they all just kind of went along <laughs> She's with the it. the youngest one, like,
0: this is how you do it. Here, I'll show you. I'll yeah. show you.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, life was full with drugs, sex, and physical violence. Both of the couples would get in, again, fist fights. Six. not with each other but like you know Sean and Jerry would fight and Danny and Carla would fight
0: yeah
1: um uh, at this point she finally divorced Stephen remember Stephen the mechanic oh yeah <laughs> yeah she finally was like okay
0: he was just kicking it this whole time
1: uh, yeah I mean you know I don't doing think he was yeah yeah doing
0: inspections. Fucking I think bike he was around. still
1: still doing pretty well maybe making a little more money at this point right on yeah um Carla and Jerry still hated each other Still had an unhealthy relationship. And one instance, Carla punched Jerry in the eye. Gave him a black eye. Um, couldn't find out why, but she she, she punched so she, him in. They got so... It got in such an, uh, so a fight that she actually hit him. Another instance, he got so pissed at her that he wheeled his motorcycle into the middle of her apartment. Like, she had one of the uh, ground floor apartment. Uh-huh. The door was open. And he was She was pissing him off, so... Uh, he
0: went there and revved it just up or something. Went
1: in there and um, yeah, revved it up and it like threw oil on the floor and of course there are fumes in the house that and loud stuff. As fuck, yeah.
0: too, so loud yeah. in the house. Yep. Oh and Carla God. also
1: claimed that at some point Jerry destroyed the only picture she had left of her and her mother.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Not a good move.
1: Yeah. So definitely not not doing well. And this has been almost Ooh. two years of like just instance with this dude and you just you guys are not you're never going to be friends it's just never going to happen
0: yeah the mother picture thing kind of crosses a line yeah
1: yeah i couldn't find confirmation if that is an alleged story if that is
0: true that is and well and if he knew it, it destroyed it knowing that that would hurt her in that way that's a motherfucker oh
1: yeah oh yeah definitely So, on June 11th of 1983, Carla, her sister, and some friends decided to celebrate her other sister's birthday. I didn't find the the other sister's name. Mm -hmm. I think one was Christy. Okay. So, I don't know which one they were celebrating. But either way, Carla, her sister, and some friends decided to throw a surprise party for the other sister. And they decided, hey, let's make it a whole weekend blowout. They were like, let's just do whatevs from friday to sunday so they sat around that house from friday to sunday shooting heroin doing coke taking mass amounts how has pills, no died yet i guess they're just really good site, at like yeah
0: they're just good druggies like they're yeah. not they've been doing this for years yeah it's not like yeah. oh, i need it all now you know
1: yep the group was up for days they said that th- that you know, people would like pass out and then like just wake up and do more drugs. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. they called me Buzz. I'm back at <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> they were obviously at, on on Sunday morning uh, or Sunday night into like into the night. Um, at, at that point, they were going on several days of being yeah high on drugs, alcohol.
0: Taking cat naps.
1: Yep. So they were, st- at this point, um, conversation about grudges came up. And like, who do you hold a grudge for? And,
0: you know. Oh, like, good.
1: You know, like, why? That'll surely like that. make
0: things comfortable.
1: So this is around 2 or 3 a.m. on the morning of the 13th. So two days later. So during that conversation, Carla's, go, of course, talking shit on Jerry. And somebody's like, well, why, don't, why don't you do something about it? If he's, like, always doing this shit to you, do something about it. So Carla and Danny and another friend named James are talking about, you know, the Jerry situation and Carla's like, let's go over to Jerry's house now. And we're going to make good on some of my like threats to him. She was like, let's go and collect some money from him and maybe intimidate him a little and like, you know, make it so he doesn't fuck with me anymore. Like, let's do that right now.
0: Uh, This is a good plan. That's, that sounds like a good plan. You're in a good, good state of mind. I feel like you've been drinking lots of water, getting lots of rest, so Mm -hmm. you're thinking clearly.
1: Definitely thinking clearly. Before uh, leaving, the group talked about what they would do if Jerry didn't pay. They were like, okay, so if he doesn't give us money and he's not intimidated, what should we do? So they were like, well, let's rob him. He's got a TV, he's got a stereo, and he's fixing up a motorcycle. So we'll just take all that shit if he doesn't give us money. Word. Yeah. So... Danny, Carla, and this James guy leave the party with this awesome plan. And they go over to Jerry's house. James allegedly stays outside, said he walked around the house um, trying to find uh, Jerry's El Camino to see if he was indeed actually home. He said, <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, I'll go look for the car. Like, just stay here. I'll go look and see if the car's here.
0: Of course, he's driving Hyde's car.
1: Yeah. Apparently, he was blue. Okay. So that kind of killed it for Not me. As Not as tough. Not as tough at all. Because then I immediately went to a baby blue El Camino, <laughs> which I don't think is what it was, but whatever. Carla and Danny, instead of staying there, you know, the, the usual movie thing, like, stay here. I'll be back.
0: Okay. We're going to walk off immediately. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not going to listen to that. Uh, they entered the house. With a set of keys that Carla had, she said, oh, actually, Sean had like lost them. She left them at my house the other day and I just haven't returned them yet. And I just happened to have them. Oh,
0: so even if he was home and it was locked up, they were just strolling yeah, right good. in.
1: Yeah. So Danny and Carla enter the house. James allegedly stays outside. He said he stayed outside. They said that he stayed outside. So there you go. Um, Carla walks into the house, immediately walks into the bedroom they see Jerry in bed. It's two three a.m. She jumps on his chest and yells, "Don't move, motherfucker, or you're dead." So instead of being like, "Let's just go in and intimidate him," she runs in, jumps on his chest, and immediately calls him a motherfucker and tells do him. Do you he'll think
0: die. she felt that in at that moment, <laughs> or do you think? I think
1: that was her plan. From that the was the moment. plan. She's like,
0: "I'm gonna go in and just geek on this guy."
1: Mm-hmm. Jerry. Allegedly started begging for his life. Um, immediately was like, "No, don't please, don't do anything." Uh, but in an effort to protect himself, he grabbed Carla like right above her elbow, like on both sides of her her um, arms, yeah. and tried to like pitch her off of him. <clears throat> At this point, Danny allegedly intervened. He grabbed a, a ball pin hammer. Uh Uh-huh. That was just laying around and strikes Jerry in the back of the head.
0: Fuck. Just
1: hits him right in the back of the head. Killing him? Uh, Jerry falls to the floor. Danny said at that point James yelled something to him, so he left the room. So Carla is alone in the room with Jerry, who doesn't seem to be dead. He's making noises.
0: He's fucked He's wounded
1: on the floor. Carla said that the blow that Danny delivered to the back of Jerry's head caused him to start making gurgling noises, and she got annoyed with this.
0: You got annoyed? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she said the noise irritated her, and she wanted him to stop. So she grabbed <laughs> this is again where I'm like, hang on, what? They're in a bedroom. And she said, I grabbed a three foot pickaxe that was just leaning against the wall. <laughs> what
0: Uh, okay okay
1: i can understand the crazy bitch with the knives above your bed a three foot pickaxe just leaning against your bedroom wall Uh, and there's a hammer in this bedroom
0: isn't a pickaxe what like a a pro? what's it called when you like beat rocks for a living Uh, whatever the fuck that word is
1: i don't know i'm terrible
0: cross-sectors yeah yeah um, i
1: think that's what
0: they use it's one of the uh, he's yeah. like the asshole in one of the toy store movies he's or like a, that guy but um, is that the
1: same thing that that, that tool i was gonna say isn't that the same thing that zoolander throws over his back <laughs> <laughs> when he's in the mine
0: i think i got the black lung pop <laughs> <laughs> um okay either way either way she why, picks wouldn't up... yeah, why, wouldn't why wouldn't it be laying in his bedroom mm-hmm. of all places i'm sure he has all of his tools he's working on his motorcycle with in his bedroom under yeah. his bed too
1: yeah why not uh, so she said she grabbed that and began hitting Jerry with it.
0: How do you hit him with it more than once? I mean, we're like, with this, I feel like you hit him with it. And it's I don't like, know. He's it, already almost dead. Yeah. You hit him with it once, but she began hitting she him She said w- she began hitting,
1: it. trying to finish him off. Wouldn't one do it? You would think so.
0: But I guess she just has so much rage. It's like, ah, I'm going to fuck this dude up. Oh, yeah. Even so, his lifeless body, I'm going to fuck up.
1: Yeah. So Danny, out in the... Apartment with James. At this point, they're gather- gathering motorcycle parts because they're like <laughs> they're just stealing shit now.
0: I hit him with a hammer.
1: Let's get all his shit. Pretty much. So Danny hears uh, Carla hit him with the axe and hears Jerry, it. Yeah, he like hears her, the like- hears her make a noise. Hears the like the sound, and then hears the the Jerry <laughs> making another noise.
0: Damn.
1: Um. So he walks back into the bedroom just as Carla's pulling the axe out of Jerry. And winding up to hit him again. And Danny said that he looked at Carla and she had a smile on his face. Oh,
0: probably ear to ear.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So at that point, Danny said he walked over and he grabbed the pickaxe and dealt the final blow into
0: Jerry's chest to kill him. Holy fuck. Yeah. Fuck, man, that is so raw. <clears throat>
1: yeah. So after that, Danny left the bedroom again.
0: I, I thought they all used to chill. Why are they? Why are they all on Carla's side? Unless Jerry was clearly the the reason that they didn't get along. Like, like oh, he is a dick.
1: Either yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but she. This no is one, her boyfriend. So I. You know. I mean, you know how it is when you're a couple. It's like. You hear that side of the story all the time. So, yeah, maybe he he did think he was an asshole because she thought he was an asshole. But they ah. seem to be friends beforehand, so I don't know.
0: I know. Weird. Mm. Or at the same time, this girl charmed everyone, I right? I was going to say, she's a cutie, do and crazy she things like, for pussy. Yeah. <laughs> she's a cutie biker chick and, like, and she's tough. Forward, forward thinking and she'll beat your ass. She might be 10 years old, but she'll beat your ass.
1: <laughs> I love the way they're talking to <laughs> So after Danny deals the fi- the final blow to Jerry, he leaves the bedroom again to go back to help James with the remaining motorcycle parts because he's like, Jerry's dead. Scoop. Time yep. to scoop. So Carla is just sitting there, and or she's just there in the bedroom.
0: Reveling in it.
1: And that's when she hears a noise and notices that a woman is also in the bed.
0: What? Mm-hmm. How she did you had, not know this until right now? Because it's
1: 2, 3 a.m. She jumps on his... She doesn't expect a woman to be there. And you
0: don't feel those lumps that are all of Angela's Well, cats? she
1: has... <laughs> and those cat, Those <laughs> lumps have names. And sprinkles. And sprinkles. Um, <laughs> sparkles? Uh, <laughs> um... She had the the woman had I guess when she jumped on the bed and and everything started and maybe when he went to move and fell out of the bed. I guess there's just so much she, commotion, you know, at not that feel... she had she had shrunk she had taken the blankets and tried to make it look like it was just a bunch of blankets and a pillow like up against uh. the wall. So she had hidden herself.
0: How did she see me?
1: How did they see me? Um so oh, I lost my point here. Oh oh here it is. Uh so yeah, so she said that she hears the she girl, hears a yeah. noise. She pulls the blanket back and sees a woman there. The woman is uh, Debbie Ruth Thornton. She was a married office worker. She had met Jerry that night at a party. Her and her husband had gotten in an argument, like a very, very heated argument. So she left the house with a friend and went to a party, met Jerry, decided, hey, I'm going to go back to his house. That is
0: one hell of a one night stand. Oh, yes.
1: Yep. So Deborah, after the party, ended up in Jerry's bed so carla discovers deborah in the bed she pulls back the blankets sees her calmly picks up the pickaxe swings it at deborah Be
0: like, whoa, 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 whoa. and clips her i don't the know, the I know you yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa what are we doing yeah i realize that you are crazy she didn't, she but didn't even what say anything happening?
1: to her she just she sees it she hears her she pulls back the blanket she's got the pickaxe beside she's her she already picks it in up like, and clips her she's got red eyes shoulder. already yeah. she's fucked so Carla and Deborah begin struggling. At this point, Deborah, even though she's her shoulder is hurt, she's still able to kind of fight with Carla. Uh, that causes a loud commotion. Danny, of course, in the other part of the apartment, still moving out motorcycle parts. He hears this again, returns to the bedroom. He separates the two women like freaking Big John, <laughs> and was like, "Yeah, you know, you're good." And he said he separated them. Everything was calm for a second. Carla immediately lunges, or immediately lunges and Chill, attacks bitch. again. Chill. Yep. She gets Deborah with the pickaxe and starts just beating her repeatedly with it before finally embedding it in, in Deborah's heart. You don't even
0: fucking... I mean, again, I, I'm just playing... I'm just being like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? But yeah. I, obvious why she did it, because she's crazy, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want... Well, oh, I just killed this guy. I can't have someone knowing it was me, and also I'm in kill mode, but what the fuck? Oh, my God, there's another person. Oh, my God, I don't know who this is at all. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll just murder them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So she beat her repeatedly with the pickaxe, and then finally uh, hit her one final time in the chest, in the heart, killing her. What the fuck? Also,
0: I bet uh, that husband felt real good about whatever mindless... um, um, argument they had that evening.
1: He'll come back into play.
0: Gotcha. Oh yes,
1: yeah, he did. He was like it was. Yeah, yeah. But
0: go ahead. Sorry,
1: your wife also kind of to to eleven. You took that to eleven. Oh, I mean, I don't oh, know what your fight was about, but oh, <laughs> that sucks.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Not that Absolutely. not
1: that going home with some dude should always I'm, end up in death.
0: I thought really on one side. I'm just no. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Again,
1: devil's advocate here for sure. Um. So Carla claims that every time with every blow that she dealt. During this situation, she had an... Or she experienced an intense orgasm.
0: Whoa. So
1: that's possibly why she decided no to still she kill was this like, woman.
0: Wait, I still need some of this murdered... This death dick.
1: Yeah. So James, the friend who was just kind of along for the ride and like, Hey, let me go look for the El Camino. And then I keep coming in to get motorcycle parts, but then it sounds like you guys are killing people. Yeah. So at some point... He just left. So I'm assuming probably when Danny ran back in for the third time. And they heard
0: more murder? Yeah.
1: He left the scene. He walked around for about an hour, finally called a friend named Ronnie, and got a ride. So he just left. He was like, peace. See you guys. Yeah. Um, Carla and Danny then left after all was said and done. Carla showed up at 630 that morning outside of Danny's brother's house. His brother's name is Doug. Um, shows up s- outside of Doug's house in a blue El Camino.
0: Ah, yes.
1: She unloads a motorcycle frame from the back of the car. Mm-hmm. And as she's unloading that in some other parts. Because
0: that is a car with a truck <clears throat> bed they are driving. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's with Big Rhonda. Great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um so, again, Carla shows up 630 30 with a bunch of motorcycle parts in a car that Doug's never seen her in. And casually, as she's unloading this, she goes, hey, um, so we offed uh, Jerry, Lean, Jerry Lynn Dean last night. And Doug was like, okay, thanks for telling me. Yeah. Yeah. So she told Doug that Danny had hit Jerry with a hammer, but that she had killed him with a pickaxe and had received sexual gratification with every." stroke so not only that's what she said (laughs) not only did she say multiple times that she had orgasms she also told her boyfriend's brother hey i killed this person last night and came every time yeah yeah so during that had the best sex of my
0: life last night
1: yeah 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 Yeah. so during that time she also gave um doug jerry's wallet which doug immediately burned he was like Thanks for giving me this really incriminating evidence. Yeah, the
0: soup. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck are you giving this to me for?
1: Yeah. So after all of that, he was like, "Yeah, don't store these motorcycle parts here."
0: Yeah, what are they doing? Like, hey, 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 yeah. Uh, just, just little yeah. side note. Just want to make sure that all this evidence from this murder is all at your crib. Yep. And uh, we'll see you later. Maybe we'll get some yeah. food or something. So he
1: was like, "All right," and she was like, "Well, can I just leave him here for a little while?" And no, he was bitch. like, "No, bitch.
0: No. What uh, are you talking about?"
1: Apparently, eventually he he relented. He was like, "I. All right. You can leave them here for now, but I want them gone like within the next few. They hours. can be here
0: just long enough for the cops to show up, <laughs> yeah, and not a second longer. Yeah."
1: yeah. So that at about that same time, uh, back at Jerry's house, a co-worker had been waiting on a ride from Jerry to go to work, and Jerry never showed up. They lived close enough that the dude could walk, I, I, from what I could see is like a 10-minute walk probably, to Jerry's house from this guy's house. Mm-hmm. So he walks over to see what the delay is. Like, hey, you okay? Like, you know, I mean, it's 1983, so I guess you could call the house, but, you know, if Whatever. he was coming to pick him up, he's not going to be there to answer the phone. Yeah. So upon arriving at the house, he notices that Jerry's motorcycle that was there the night before is gone. Um, he walks into the house, which it was open. The TV was moved. It wasn't they didn't get the TV, they left it there, but they had moved it. Uh, and he walks into the bedroom and discovers the bodies of Jerry and Deborah. Murdered and to Deborah shit. still has the axe in her oh, chest.
0: Oh fuck. Yuck. Yep. that's gruesome
1: yeah so we're gonna skip ahead a few hours to that evening jerry uh, um, danny and carla were still angry with james for leaving them at jerry's house earlier we are we are yeah
0: i have no emotion about him leaving
1: yeah no i think he should have left that was probably the best thing i'm not angry about it no not at all uh, but they asked him to make amends by helping to dispose of the El Camino.
0: i <sighs> tell you what you can do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll stay the fuck home. That's what I can do. Thanks. Yeah. Well,
1: he agreed. I guess he, you know, <laughs> I don't know. For some did. reason you felt loyalty to these people. Cool. Uh, so afterwards the three of them went back to Danny's place, uh, Danny and Carla's place and were just hanging out while there. Uh, they turned on the TV, happened to be the news and the news was reporting on the murders. So during this time, James said that Carla and Danny giggled about the news report and spoke about how they were going to be famous.
0: Oh, my God. I forgot she wanted to be famous. Yeah.
1: The report stated that an examination of the bodies yielded that there had been a total of 28 stab wounds to Jerry Lynn's body with the pickaxe.
0: Just to him? Mm Mm-hmm. 28?
1: 28, 20 of which were fatal. A that's what i
0: What the fuck was I saying earlier? Oh, yeah. You have a pickaxe. Why don't you just make the first one count? But well, that's getting serious rage out.
1: Well, honestly, the skull fracture was also fatal. So he would have died from that. It was just... He was making too much noise for Dude. Her. Yeah.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: they said that... Um, Deborah, that I, I did not get a count. They said that there were so many. And I think the way that they were, they kind of blended they together.
0: Blotched they together. said that they were
1: all in the chest in the back of the head. How can you have,
0: again, you, you, you are just looking at this woman as like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand how you could murder the living fuck out of some person you, you've never met. You've known for 10 seconds.
1: Yeah. Especially someone you have no, you rage don't even towards. know. I mean, nothing, yeah.
0: nothing, no rage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's f-
0: mind blowing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, she also had blunt force, force trauma. So at some point she hit the hit her head somewhere. I don't know if that was a uh, uh, Carla thing. Like maybe she hit her with the hammer or she like just happened to hit her head as she was falling or what. But they did say she had blunt force
0: trauma it, too. And, and again, like I get the, it, it makes sense that she killed her. But again, like, oh, we need to get rid of this chick. Mm-hmm. But you murdered her like you had hate her like yeah. you are you loathe her oh
1: yeah like like him
0: it's not even like oh we got to kill you now because you were here and you mm-hmm. saw me kill him like i'm oh, sorry lights out yeah here's one of the head yeah no. No, no 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 no
1: no. so during the the time that james and danny and carla were disposing of the el camino and laughing about their news report doug danny's brother who had the motorcycle parts
0: yeah has all the shit in his <clears> crib
1: <throat> he moved those motorcycle parts to another place But he also called uh, a gentleman who is named J.C. Roser, who was a family friend and a detective in the Homicide Division.
0: J.C. Roser. J.C. Roser. Sounds like he sells used cars. Yeah.
1: So Doug gave J.C. the name of James. He didn't want to give up his brother specifically right away. But he was like, go talk to this James guy, and he'll probably give you some information on what happened to Jerry and Deborah. Yeah. So James... Immediately cooperated with the police obviously obviously mm-hmm. and eventually led them to the El Camino um, and Doug assisted the uh, the police officers. he not only showed them where he moved the motorcycle parts he like gave that stuff up immediately but he also wore a wire during a conversation with Carla and Danny and discussed the murders and got it on tape.
0: Oh the golden snitch mm-hmm. and this again is bitch. your brother oh yeah.
1: On the tapes, Carla, again, talks about the sexual ecstasy she experienced during the killings. And uh, between the investigation and the tapes, the police were able to arrest Carla and Danny for the murder of Jerry and Deborah five weeks after the violent incident took place. So they just got everything they could on them and then arrested them. So they were free for about five weeks. Damn. And uh, then in September 1983, so that was in June. This is in September. Both Carla and Danny were indicted for Jerry's death and tried separately for the murder. Carla never denied her actions. She was charged with both the deaths of Jerry and Deborah, but she testified against Danny. What? Uh Uh-huh.
0: How? I mean, not how, for what?
1: She basically, she said, yeah, I gave a few blows to Jerry, but Danny's the one that killed him. So she placed blame on Danny.
0: Are you? fucking with me
1: yeah and so because of that they dropped the charge against carla for deborah's death what yeah and since danny didn't kill her he wasn't charged so no one has ever been officially convicted for deborah's death
0: wonderful Mm -hmm. wonderful yeah
1: so again you have this husband who's like he feels shitty about that argument.
0: And then it just gets like swept aside. It's like, no, well, well yeah. I mean it's just kind of a technicality. She was just so like she was just happened to be there. Yeah, sorry, I guess you shouldn't have been arguing with her. Yep. Maybe you should have given her a hug and just said, uh, fuck it.
1: Yeah. So Carla entered a plea of not guilty is to Jerry's death <laughs> and was jailed while awaiting trial. Very shortly after being imprisoned, Carla said that she took a Bible from the prison ministry program to read in her cell cell, claiming to not know What she was reading, but before she knew it, she was in the middle of her floor of the cell floor on her knees asking God to forgive her. For sure. In October 1983, so about a month after being indicted, Carla fully became a reformed woman and a devout Christian.
0: Hell yeah. Jesus is her homeboy.
1: Yep. He is my homeboy. Danny was 38. Carla was 25 when they were both sentenced to death. In 1984 for the murder of jerry lynn dean
0: you're gonna be kicking it with your homeboy soon right Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah yep yep so that's um death is not something that women get a death penalty is not something that women get sought Uh, a lot of people don't like look for them to um most of the time they get life sentences why because they're women
0: yeah but we got to be equal nowadays
1: well, and that was something that now. Carla we all, if was. We, fry, we all got fry. That was something that Carla said, and she she said, "Don't make my decision based on my gender." And so they sentenced her to death. So she was again 25 when they said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna execute you." Again, Danny's 38. So that was 1984 danny never was executed because in 1993 he died of liver disease while waiting for his uh sentence
0: oh shit he
1: was 47 damn carla on the other hand was happy healthy full of Christ's love yeah and uh doing really well on death row good so
0: it's good for her yeah between
1: 1984 and 1922 or 1922, 1992, She requested several retrials and appeals, all of which were denied, though she continued to try and fight her way off of death row for several years. So she spent pretty much her entire time from 1984 to 1992 trying to get out of death row or get out of the death sentence, even though she was like, you know, don't don't think of my gender.
0: So she's, if she believes in her new religion, she thinks she should be punished for her crimes. So how would getting out punish no, her? No, she doesn't think she should be punished. She doesn't think crimes. she should be punished for what she did, but if someone else did it, it would be a, a, a it would be a, against one of the rules in her new book.
1: Well, so this is what she said. She said that she requested that her life to be spared on the basis that she was under the influence of drugs at the time of the murder, and that now that she's reformed, she... She knows that if she wouldn't have taken those quote-unquote awful drugs, nothing would have ever happened. So she thinks her life should be spared because it's not technically her fault.
0: Well, damn, there's a lot of things that are on not a lot of people's faults then. So we should let a shitload of people out of jail right now, right? Because yeah. I would have feel like... Most people mm-hmm. that kill people are probably on something just well, to enhance it yeah, a little. You know,
1: I I feel like some of the stories, maybe you know, um, the Tyler one where he was on three hits of LSD and killed his mom and shit. Oh, I
0: thought he was on um, ecstasy. Oh, ecstasy! Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, so he was like rubbing the wall before yeah. he went and killed. Yeah, that's his right. Because you're
1: like, aren't you supposed to be yeah. nice and lovey? <laughs>
0: fuzzy, wall. where's the where's the nearest fuzzy wall? <laughs> yeah, I need a fuzzy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tastes like <laughs> wait. tastes like raspberries. But yeah what,
1: and, and this is why i thought maybe and, and again this might be where you start having some bells rung here because this case became a pretty big controversy because by june 1997 carla had several people supporting her world round
0: hold on why isn't she um why isn't she fried yet i, I realize these well, things because take, it takes a long time i know it takes a long time That's but it. it takes like 20 years oh, long yeah. oh yeah oh really oh yeah really absolutely but you know, what are we waiting for? Oh, you got death. Well, I mean, you got death in like 25 years. Well, well, well me just being free, I might have death well, in a week when I get hit, when I hit a fucking tree in my car. So like,
1: well, because they just, get to keep living? Well, just because you're, your. are you're. you're day in court has happened doesn't mean you can't still appeal and until you exhaust all of your appeals that's really where they have to like they have to wait because there may be a chance that you are actually innocent it just takes you to the very last appeal
0: that's true i guess you can't think of someone that you know is a piece of shit and be like get it over with but then you have somebody that which has way happened Mm -hmm. numerous times where it's like you have the wrong guy Mm -hmm. uh i'm telling you and then it's like 25 years later and they're like yeah i told you yeah oh we, we, we actually
1: scientifically fa- can prove yeah we it now. found
0: the guy we, we, yeah. we, hey man we're sorry about that won't you take these uh coupons and yeah. here's your here's your shoes back we're mm-hmm. real sorry yeah 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 so
1: that's when you get a payout from the yeah i jumped too.
0: the gun from that i'm sorry <laughs> no, yeah. no
1: no you're right but no it it is annoying it it's like, like why does you... it but when you think about it in the sense yeah. of you want to make sure we're even as a criminal and even as someone who has been proven guilty, you still have a chance, um, hopefully, to prove your innocence Yeah. if you can.
0: You're right. You're right. You got to so, look at it from both ways.
1: Exactly. So... Again, in 97, by this point, she thinks, hey, I sh- my life should be spared because of all of this. Now that I'm reformed and Christian and devout, I know that I shouldn't have ever done those things. So, you know, I've had a change of heart. I'm reformed. Like, I just think that the death penalty in my case is not great.
0: Sorry, you already did the shit. It's like, yeah, oh, I, I, yeah, I'm into this now. So, um, uh, forgetsies. Yeah. We just, I mean, psych. Yeah. Don't worry about the, all Do-overs. that. Like, What do overs? You yeah. don't get a. What? No. You get a mulligan? Yeah. Because you like this book now.
1: Exactly. So despite what you and I think here, she grew great support from conservative leaders all across the world, um, many of which who appealed to the state of Texas on her behalf themselves.
0: What are we doing, people? Such
1: figures were Pope John Paul II, Prime Minister Rom- Romana Pr- Prati. I don't know anything about him speaker of the u.s house of representatives newt greenridge you know that dude i
0: don't know anything about that guy i know the name
1: in an evangelist pat robertson do you know who pat robertson is
0: i know who pat and oswald is okay
1: pat robertson was the dude that had the 700 club that really boring christian program that came on super early in the morning Oh, was it on
0: tv yes so did he make money off of it
1: he was a televangelist
0: Oh, so, okay, I trust that guy 100%. Okay, so yeah. we got two really good guys um, yeah. on the team already, and then two that I don't really know much about. So exactly. it's a solid team. Uh,
1: another supporter that she had, a heavy supporter who went and visited her and did stuff for her and gave her money, was Ronald Carson. He is the brother of Deborah Thornton, you know, the woman that she violently murdered. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, he was like, well, she's reformed.
0: I mean, she likes the book now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Even the warden of the prison that Carla was housed in said she was a model prisoner. And after 14 years on the row, it was quote unquote likely she was reformed.
0: Let's, you know, there, there's a chance. Yep. There's a chance that yep. if you go swimming with those alligators, that they might, you know, it's likely That's that they're just likely. not going to feel like yeah. eating the shit out of you. So yeah. go, you know what? Go for it. Go for it. Let her out. Get in there.
1: So, however support, like how much, it doesn't matter how much support she had. On December 18th, 1997, the courts scheduled her execution for February 3rd of the next year.
0: Word. So it's in place that there's in a place. date. Save the date.
1: Yep. So Christmas comes, New Year's comes, January 20th of 1998. So just a couple, you know, two weeks or so before she's scheduled for execution. Carla files a successive state writ application and requests a stay of execution from the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. The court dismissed the application and denied the request for clemency on February 2nd, so the day before she was supposed to be executed.
0: The day before she was supposed to be executed, what went down?
1: She fi- On January 2nd, or yep. January 20th, she filed a in short terms, she filed a stay of execution. So basically she was like, can you halt my execution?
0: Hold on. Why are we doing this now?
1: Because she, it's the day before. You you can do that. You can do it up until it's declined for the last time.
0: Again, that is fucking bullshit. What are we doing? That is, that is a six year old being like, go to bed, go to bed. But I haven't, um, I haven't got my glass of water yet. Yeah. Okay. You got your glass of water. You got to go to bed, but you haven't, um, we haven't read Peter Rabbit yet. Yeah. Okay. Here, I read you fucking Peter Rabbit. You got to go to bed. Um, but I don't have, hold on, but um, I got to go to the bathroom. But what the, f- what are we doing? Yeah. No, it's time to die. You just got to go and die. Yeah.
1: So they, on February 2nd, they say it's time to die. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You got no, your no, no, fucking no. cookies and your teeth are brushed. It's it's
1: it's dead time. Go to go to dead. Go to dead. Go to dead. That same day, February 2nd, Carla files an action and requests a stay of execution. I'm blown away. Yeah. Um, and motions... And she also files a motion for leave to file a federal petition. So she says, okay, well, this, the appeals court won't do it. Maybe the federal court will do it. Dude, she, They also deny it.
0: She is scratching oh, yeah. and pawing and i told you that i like the book now what do, more do you want on february
1: 3rd the day of that morning
0: she pulls out her uh, go to uh, get out of jail free card plus five hundred dollars in <laughs> yep. pink money
1: yep she files a third writ right with on. the u.s supreme court
0: oh she's like all right i'm going to the top
1: and this is what she stated Justice and law demand my life for the two innocent lives I brutally murdered that night. If my execution is the only thing, the final act that can fulfill the demand for restitution and justice, then I'll accept that. Cool. Peace. So she says, okay, I'll accept it if you say it. So (laughs) we said it. Yeah. So the Texas governor at the time was George W. Bush.
0: Well, hell yeah. And he
1: said, all right, well, we're refusing your writ. In the final hours leading up to your execution, and you're going to have to accept the sentence you just said,
0: or you're gonna get a damn cowboy boot up your ass. <laughs> yep,
1: Bush in a speech read uh, on TV to the Capitol, because again, by this point, this was a, bi- Big I mean, case. it was cutting the co- the country in half. People were thinking that she should be converted. Some people thought that not only she should it be converted to a life sentence, but that she should also get parole eventually.
0: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, So, Bush said in his statement, Carla Faye Tucker has acknowledged she is guilty of a horrible crime. She has been convicted and sentenced by a jury of her peers. The role of the state is to enforce our laws and to make sure all individuals are treated fairly under those laws. The courts, including the United States Supreme Court, have reviewed the legal issues in this case and therefore cannot grant a 30-day delay. May God bless... Carla Faye Tucker, and may God bless her victims and their family. Later, he his how he got to that conclusion that they can't allow her to avoid uh, the death penalty was questioned by several supporters, including Tucker 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 Carlson, which of course is a dude that's relevant now. He's a conservative. He's one of those people. that's just like I'm talking about politics because I know about it. Um, so they all question Bush's decision, and he was like, uh, you know, like why? Are are, we, why are you questioning me? What are because we questioning? yeah, they were questioning. They were basically saying like, you, like how did you get to this conclusion? Like, give us how you led up to it. How and, did you and not so, get to this so conclusion? And so Bush said he was like, hold on. You haven't asked me why I didn't come to the same conclusion for fifty nine other men over the past three years. So why are you asking me about
0: Carla? Oh
1: shit! It's one of the, it's one of the only times I've ever been on a bush side. Oh,
0: <laughs> you just got booshed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, homie. Yeah. So what's you say to that? Uh, nothing. Oh no 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 that is unacceptable. I need answers i need you to have something to say to, to that yeah what's he say to that i don't know oh beautiful i don't beautiful. know i think
1: they just still debate it i mean oh, carla had by this point about 11 hours sounds to, like to it's highly it. debated yeah so carla's last meal she requested a banana a peach and a garden salad with ranch and she selected five people to watch her die
0: oh i would have given her blue cheese there you go bitch. oh yeah yeah suck on that for one last time
1: yep uh the five people she selected were her sisters Dorothy's husband Richard and his two children so the um
0: she gets to select
1: well they can yeah they can ask what yeah
0: so if they're like I'm going to watch this bitch burn and they're she's like nope just my sisters uh, no I think what?
1: I think if it's um I think if it's if you are a victim or you're related to a victim you're allowed to come yeah, but that's why I, I don't think know they why can it- invite I think the prisoner is allowed to invite a certain amount.
0: Oh, you invited us. That's adorable. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? we'll be mm-hmm. there, asshole. Yeah, well,
1: again, at this point, she's she Christian lady.
0: Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, she also invited Deborah's brother Ronald, who opposed it. Ronald and Richard, Dorothy's, um, um, or not Dorothy, Deborah's husband, and her brother. At this point, didn't like each other because, of course, her brother is like, hey, I'm chummy with the woman that killed my sister yeah and her husband's like why why
0: why why Why?" yeah Yeah. that's a really good question yeah
1: so Carla and Ronald again had gotten close over time uh, Carla had converted Ronald to Christianity during his many visits and so they were like best friends so that's why he was there yeah so her last words were and this is all quoted Yes, sir, I would like to say to all of you, the Thornton family and Jerry Dean's family, that I'm so sorry. I hope God will give you peace with this. Um, Carla, at some point, and in, in I will get into this later, but she got married while she was in jail. What? Yeah, I'll get to it later. So just bear okay. with me here. So again, she looks at her husband and she says, baby, I love you. She then looks at Ronald, Deborah's brother. And says, Ron, give Peggy a hug for me. I'm not sure who Peggy is. All right. It's someone he knows. She then looks at everyone who is present and says, everyone has been so good to me. I love you. All. I love all of you so much. I'm going to go be face to face with Jesus now. Warden Baggett, the <laughs> just makes me think he's related to Bilbo. <laughs> um <laughs> warden baggett thank all of you so much you've been so good to me i love all of you as well i will see you when you get there i will wait for you at the gates is
0: no one like oh i just want to say one last thing bitch you're not making it up yep you're not going north yeah
1: so yeah yeah seriously carla at the age of 39 was executed by lethal injection and pronounced dead at 6 45 p.m that day. As the chemicals were being administered, she praised Jesus Christ, and the witnesses said she died with a smile on her face within eight minutes of receiving the injection. There you go. So not only did she kill people with a smile on her face, but she also died with a smile on her face. Deborah's husband was reported as saying, "Is is Carla's dying?"
0: It's important to stay positive.
1: Yeah, he said to Deborahs. He said, "Here she comes, baby doll. She's all yours." And then also said the world is now a better place as soon as De- uh, Carla had finally passed. So, he still very better oh, and no, to to I'm the sure. uh, I mean obviously, but to the end was like, eh, yeah. y- "You're going to die." Yeah. Carla was one of the first women in the state of Texas to be executed in 135 years, and she was the second nationally since uh, 1984, so when she was convicted, and she was the first person in the state of Texas to be executed in the year of 1980, uh, ni- 1998. So, she was the first woman to be executed in, in Texas in 135 years. She was the first woman since 1984 to be executed nationally. And she was the first person in the state of Texas to be executed in 1998. Damn. Yeah. So, during her execution while she's getting the injection and these few people are watching her die. Yeah. Outside of the jail, an estimated 200 reporters from around the world were posted along with hundreds of capital punishment uh, supporters and um, anti-activists. Like, so basically there were people standing in visual of her and there were people who were like, fuck her, kill her.
0: Hold on. So... The whole reason any, well, I guess it would have made news anyway, because uh, it's rare that a woman is getting executed, so I guess it would have made news, but the whole reason you have all these protesters, this and that, all this bullshit, and any kind of debating is because she picked that book up. Yep. Are you fucking with me? No. What are we doing here? She's a person that killed two people. Mm Mm-hmm. period Mm -hmm. you don't get to have any more views you don't get to have any more opinions i don't fucking care Mm -hmm. that's it those are the rules those are the rules that we set up it didn't used to be that way back in robin hood days you could just chop somebody's head off and push it along to the side of the tree and cool let's go have lunch Mm -hmm. didn't matter but it does matter now it does now that's what you did Mm -hmm. you admitted to doing it Mm -hmm. night night
1: yeah yeah so there's reporters and people on both sides outside of the jail or outside of the prison. I kind of like it to the water boy scene when they're outside of the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But tons more,
0: I am not what you would call an attractive man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they're all out there. Um, they said that when news of this successful execution reached the crowd outside, a cheer rose from the people who were protesting or who were, um, uh, you know, supporting the death penalty. Yeah. Some saying um, na 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 na, na. <laughs> hey hey classy hey. goodbye. Mm. And uh, the Carla supporters were somber and quiet. Some said they were disheartened by the boisterous reactions of death penalty supporters. Yeah, that's
0: because their team lost.
1: Yeah. One person said, "I think God is sovereign. He gives life and He takes life, and we should be somber about it." And
0: also. God has a plan for everyone. So yeah. his plan for those two people were to get an ice pick shoved in their chest like 30 fucking times each. So yep. let's just keep the plan going. Yep.
1: So in the final months leading up to Carla's execution, she finally achieved the fame she had once told Stephen about. She would gotten popular, obviously, once the... Um, she was well-known once they were convicted and she was tried and then sentenced to death. But in the months leading up, it got even worse because people started interviewing her. She was able to do prison cell... She
0: finally got famous.
1: She got famous. Like
0: she wanted. Yeah.
1: She, after her initial arrest and her coming to Jesus moment on that cell floor, you know, after reading the Bible, she fully embraced Christianity after her conviction in 1984, and she began spreading the word of God in prison, teaching others the message that the Bible uh, gave, and felt content in doing God's work because of, um,
0: tell us all about how to be a good person. I'd love to hear it from you.
1: So of course, 1980s, 1990s, that was a time of heavily debated. It's still being debated, but the death penalty is definitely debated in this country, whether it's humane or even necessary. Um, and Carla being a woman and being a reformed Christian in a country that at the time was very, very conservative, it became a big deal. And a lot of people were like, you know, we need to talk about this woman. So Carla's notoriety and fame grew to the point where she was being interviewed by numerous media outlets from prison. In one interview to ABC News, she said, She said, quote, unquote, certainly you can't say that brutally murder, brutally murdering two people is good. It's not. But afterwards, what came from me in me is good. So she's saying what I did wasn't (laughs) good. But afterwards, because I reformed, that's all good. Well,
0: why don't we just ask everyone that's brutally murdered people to just just convert? Yeah, just be nicer, man. You know what I mean? Just be a Christian. It's all good. Just flip the switch. You're good. We're good to go. Mm -hmm.
1: So Pat Robinson, the guy we talked about earlier, the founder of the Christian Coalition and the guy of the 700 Club. Oh,
0: I need his opinion. I need it.
1: Yeah. He's someone who typically supports the death penalty. But in Carla's case, he thought that she should be spared so she would be able to continue preaching God's word to others in prison.
0: Or getting out and murdering more people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He was the one... He broadcast her last prison interview. He was... He got the last interview because... Yeah, Christian dude. Yeah. Um. During that interview, Carla said, there should always be a place for mercy. Life is precious. And if we believe life is precious in abortion or an immersing killing, shouldn't we believe life is precious in the form of death penalty? So she's saying, well, if you believe in the, ob- if you believe that abortions shouldn't happen because you're killing a baby, you should definitely not believe in the death penalty.
0: Okay. Because that
1: baby, you know, is the same thing as you having killed two people.
0: I wish I could have just talked to this woman. Every yeah. single interview should have just been with me. So, so what what happened here? Well, I I killed these two. Rick! I'm sorry. What happened here? That's the end of the sentence. Yeah. I, I have everything I need. I think. Uh, do you have anything else to say? Well, no. nope. I guess you don't. Um, and we're done here. You yeah. killed two people. We'll see you later.
1: Bye. Yeah. So those interviews with Carla were broadcast nationwide. They brought more attention from the conservative and Christian sectors of the country and you know help her plea for mercy carla being a woman made the case more prominent more closely examined why
0: aren't we all equal why does it make a big deal that she's a woman
1: well again in that time it was and as i said of the first woman 135 years the first woman since 1984
0: but that doesn't matter we're all just people yeah so it doesn't matter woman guy uh, first, well, I'm sorry. What we're equal, we're just mm-hmm. people, right?
1: Well, you. Why uh, does that only yeah.
0: pertain to certain? I'm sorry, I'm getting well, off on a whole other podcast. Point.
1: That's the whole point here. Run it. It just they said that that all made her more personable, made her more of a human being than a criminal, and because of this, people thought twice about whether she should be executed, and they also thought twice about the death penalty. Of course, again, however, Carla herself stated many times that her gender should not play a factor in any decision in her case
0: until it's. Um, convenient.
1: Yeah, so people who are on our side were like, "Well, she shouldn't get any sympathy."
0: What is wrong here? Yeah, What are we doing? Yeah.
1: They said that she shouldn't get a second chance just because she's a woman, especially after she was part of equal rights movements among prisoners for women to have equal rights as male prisoners.
0: Again, you were an asshole. Mm -hmm. Why did, why do you get to start doing good things Mm -hmm. now? And and it just be like, Oh, we forgot about mm -hmm. all that stuff. Well,
1: and those other people said, they also pointed out that there have been many others who leading up to their execution found God, were part of a minority group and also started preaching the good word, but they didn't get a second guess or second chance either. And you know so, what?
0: A- a- and God or no God. Yeah. If you've done something bad and you, you feel like you've been re- rehabilitated and you're just a genuinely a better person, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. But that doesn't, you don't get that chance when you murdered someone, yeah. you murdered yeah. someone, you did the worst thing. Yeah. You did the one thing that you can't undo. Mm hmm. And you you did it. You did it. So, nope. Sorry, you don't get to come back. There's no Eric. There's Mm -mm. no button. There's no book. No. There's no nothing. No. You did the one thing you just can't do.
1: I mean, it's pretty clear that her um, charisma and, like, good looks. She just finger gunnings everyone. And it's like, oh, it's okay. She just, she was, she was, again, I mean, as we said throughout this whole thing, she was just a person who could charm her she way through things like and a, i'm sure that's how she got it
0: she probably treated the whole thing like a press tour for her life well you yeah you're like oh she, i'm gonna charm the fucking pants off these people and i think i might be able mm-hmm. to not get dead you
1: watch interviews with her and you can see i mean i you know it's hard for me to look past the fact that i'm like what are you talking about you killed people and all you're talking about is how good god is yeah it's like didn't. well
0: i'm sorry that's a different subject so can we get back to the yeah to you killing people
1: but you can see you're like oh i can see why people like her you get it you get it when you watch interviews with her. She's okay. she's charismatic. Same thing with Ted Bundy. I was it's about har- to say didn't,
0: didn't didn't
1: people like Ted Bundy? Oh, love Ted Bundy. Oh, but why didn't No, we, why I did, don't love Ted Bundy. Why didn't people we, love Ted Bundy? Why buddy. didn't we let him out? Uh, cuz he's he, likeable. He, no, cuz he would definitely kill people. No, he had to be shackled to But he's likeable. He had to be shackled to the table because he tried to lunge at somebody during court. And that's when everyone's like, oh, that's right. You kill people. But
0: was he sorry? Did he say he was sorry and that Hell he changed? No. He didn't say that he had ch- Oh, that's right. He denied Hell no. it. No. He denied it the whole time, right? Yeah. And was like, I didn't do that. You know, what are we doing yeah. here?
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, during her time in prison, like I said, Carla had one person that supported her the most um, who she eventually married. That person was another random dude named uh reverend dana brown he was the prison's chaplain so he was the dude that came in and talked to you about jesus and stuff in the prison so carla's like well i'm a i'm a
0: god-fearing woman that's, and i'm that we're we're friends now
1: yeah so uh he was with her until she died he was there when she she was executed um they had been married at some point i couldn't find the. they year. got married. Carla and Dana were married while she was in jail. Ah. Yeah. They were married in a traditional Christian wedding with prison rules. So, you know.
0: Prison rules, prison baby. Prison
1: rules, yeah. Um, and he, again, stood with her until she passed. And he was another person who thought that she should um, not be executed.
0: Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you've known her for how long? Uh, at least since 1984. Okay. So... But he didn't know her before years. when she was like murdering people. No, so he didn't no, know her he, met her
1: he met her once she was convicted and tried. and, and uh, well,
0: Then I would love to hear yeah. your opinion on the matter. Because yeah. that's what we're talking well, about. Well, all he
1: cares about is what happened afterwards, which is I she was reformed. She she accepted Jesus into her life and she's good now. And again, when you watch interviews with this woman and you read stuff about her, none of it is about how bad she feels for killing people. It's all about what Jesus has done for her what God has done for her since, yeah, and how blessed she is.
0: So, when I'm driving my car and I there's somebody at the stoplight and I ran into the back of them going 45 because I was texting, I'm just gonna go out and start saying about how much I love God, yeah. And they're gonna be like, "Hey man, you just totaled my fucking car." Yeah, man, but don't you feel the love coming down? Mm-hmm. Don't you just feel it? Because I feel it. Yeah. Can we get back? Can we get back to the ass of my car being gone? Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure why we keep talking about this yeah. when we have this in front of us. Yeah. So that's what I get. Why are we talking about religion when you murdered two people? Yeah.
1: And, and you're in jail for it. And that's where this case is so interesting because people f- seem to have forgotten that.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, 98,
1: 98, we were
0: super convenient. I mean,
1: I, I definitely remember hearing it's about chilling. this because I'm, I was, uh, I was into true crime in ninety eight too. So I was
0: feeding Tamagotchis and skateboarding and watching Nickelodeon.
1: Yeah, and uh, exactly. So it I was I guess like, you were
0: researching this stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, still was. So uh just in a much weirder because I was like, no one else reads this stuff, right? <laughs> All right, I'll just read it by myself in the dark.
0: See, we're not jumping on the on the bandwagon. I nah, always liked this shit like a little weirdo. Yeah, well,
1: what are you gonna do? But uh but yeah, so I like remember this and I was always interested as to why people were so on board and I I grew up very very, with a religious background myself, and was deep into oh, that. Oh, you stuff. were balls deep. Yeah, and so it's like, but now I'm like, but she killed people. Yep. And we seem to lose yep. fact of that. And I don't know how you know. I mean, death penalty. We're not going to get into a debate here because it's not about that. But
0: so would he? Would he have? Okay, let's say she got in there and she was like, "Oh, I'm better now because I'm um I'm Islam." I'm. Would he, would he would she have had all the Christian supporters then?
1: Probably not
0: probably not is what you're saying are you saying no
1: holly i am saying you're saying no no to that i'm saying no well that's
0: weird though because she would have still been like sorry or not sorry i'm sorry changed Mm -hmm. for the better yeah but just not under your book of rules no but isn't she still oh it only counts when it's on your team yeah okay okay that's all i needed to know yep (laughs) that was a good episode yeah thank you good one yeah good good one yeah
1: um carla faye tucker um, again, you can look up a bunch of interviews with her. Uh, a lot of people mention her. Joe Joe's mentioned her. That's why I thought. This it, probably yeah.
0: would have gotten a little more off the rails had we not been doing it in the middle of the day without beers. Yeah. I'm kinda glad we didn't drink beers. Yeah. i would have Sorry, been getting... it
1: is kind of a long episode, but also yeah, I would
0: have been getting riled up three I f- beers deep.
1: I felt um I felt that a Sunday morning was an appropriate time to talk about the
0: story. <laughs> be absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And it's a beautiful Sunday morning. Yeah.
1: So let's go enjoy the day. I'm gonna
0: enjoy the fuck out of it. Because yeah. you know what? We don't know what's up there, but I know that we got the sun and well, we do. It's warm.
1: <laughs> we do know that Carla Faye Tucker is not up there. Yeah. If there we, is oh, I'm an up sorry, there. I'm sorry. We
0: do know one thing that is not up there. <laughs> and that's that crazy bitch. <laughs> but we do know is what's in front of us. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go skateboard. Yeah. So and uh, I hope you guys have an awesome week yeah. since it'll be Monday. And that sucks ass for people with jobs like, like us. Yeah. <laughs> So uh we f- yeah. yeah. Um all right, murd uppers.
1: Murd uppers. Are right, you
0: fucking murds?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like murds.
0: I like murds too.
1: My murds. The <laughs> n-
0: n- murds. The n- n- <laughs> All right folks, thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next one. Bye. Peace.